Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Um, at the end of uh, the week of Camp Bahuki Wookie, our grandparent camp that my wife does an incredible job of planning for. Actually, we are camping, kind of city camping in a yurt at Fort Yargo uh, State Park in Georgia, which the yurt actually has air conditioning. So it's kind of, again, I say city camping uh, because it's pretty fancy, but we've had a great week and today is water day and and uh, here in a little bit, we'll head back home and set up the water slide in the backyard and just all the fun things that uh, that we do, water balloons. And, and uh, actually Emily has a water Olympics plan for the kiddos. So it's a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, I want to talk today about accountability. I have had a couple situations recently and actually uh, part of the Sampson Society that I'm involved in, have been involved in for about a decade, started by Nate Larkin. Um, basically, the Sampson Society is a group of men who kind of share a common struggle. Um, almost always it's uh, sexual struggles, um, struggle with pornography or acting out sexually and uh, we have what we call a Silas, which is a traveling companion uh, that you select. It's kind of similar to a sponsor in AA or SA. And, um, and basically, the, the person that is seeking uh, accountability, uh, it's on them to reach out daily to check in. And uh, Nate has come up with these four questions that basically you check in with your sponsor, your Silas. Uh, it's what am I... Uh, feeling, what am I thinking, what am I thinking about doing, and what am I doing? I, I've seen a lot of accountability questions. I think these are at the top of the list in terms of the best because they really address, you know, what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my emotions, what's going on in my thought life, what am I premeditating to do, and what am I actually doing? Um, and I, I've got a, um, a a member of the Sampson Society that has a couple new guys that he's beginning to work with and just facing some challenges. These guys have kind of uh, gone AWOL a little bit on him and uh, just needing to talk through the importance of when you seek accountability, you really, it's on you, the one seeking accountability, to to pursue the person holding you accountable. And oftentimes we find ourselves in a situation where when someone asks us to hold, hold them accountable, they're expecting us to pursue them. But actually, I think it's got to be the other way around. You've, you've got to be willing to be the one reaching out. And you're, the person holding you accountable is not responsible for tracking you down or hunting you down. And that's hard because we know those of us who have struggled in the sexual arena um, know that, um, you know, avoidance is one of the most common um, uh, aspects of, of struggle. When we struggle, we struggle in shame and thus we typically withdraw and avoid. And so I always have seen that guys who begin to avoid me or begin to withdraw from me are guys that it's a little bit of a red flag saying, hey, they're, they're avoiding because they're struggling in shame or they're not being honest or they're, you know, they're pulling away. And so just a key part of accountability is when you seek an accountability partner, it's on you to, to be the one to initiate. 
And I and I think the other thing is that accountability isn't just a slap on the hand. Oh, I messed up again. I looked at porn or I acted out. I masturbated or whatever it is, whatever the action would be. That would be the acting out, whether it's porn, masturbation, or actually having a sexual um, encounter with someone. Um, but really trying to back it up and try to understand that it's my emotions. And I've talked about this before on these podcasts, the, the distressing emotion, you know, feeling uh, alone, feeling rejected, feeling abandoned, feeling judged. You know, those, those feelings are so strong that, that oftentimes those are the beginning, those are the beginning um, indicators that I'm sliding down a slippery slope of acting out. And so part of the key of accountability is learning how to share at that level. Actually, those, those emotional distresses are things that I think are appropriate to even share with our wives if you're married, but definitely with your accountability partners. I I think those are the those predict or they they um, occur before oftentimes our even thoughts become sexually engaged where we're beginning to fantasize and think about a sexual act or some kind of sexual activity and so learning how to address the emotion uh, and share that emotion to understand it and share it with an accountability partner is really key. Guys that will do that, guys that begin to do that and learn to kind of push the wave, so to speak. Think of the wave breaking as the acting out stage of really trying to push that wave back to the emotional, where I share my emotions that are distressing. And then even to begin to share the thoughts and the importance of um, being able to uh, see the triggering thoughts that I have that begin to engage me to then, you know, again, down the wave, so to speak, to acting out, beginning to share those feelings, those thoughts, and those, you know, what am I, what am I beginning to premeditate? What am I thinking about doing is so key. And that's why I think Nate Larkin's questions with Samson Society are so essential for accountability. Um, I, you know, there are a lot of other, I, I've collected over time, a lot of other accountability questions. Um, I, I've uh, got John Wesley's, I've got the, uh, the Promise Keeper accountability questions, and, and throughout, you know, throughout men's um, accountability, there have been many, many series of questions, but I feel like Nate's are at the top. You know, some of the questions are, you know, what have I done? Um, um, and even, uh, am I lying to you about any of these things? Again, those, you know, if, if a guy's going to lie, he's going to lie about lying. And so, you know, there's no assurance. But when you can begin to have accountability where you're really pushing back the, um, the wave, so to speak, where you're sharing your thoughts and your feelings and even your premeditations, uh, I, I found with uh, the men that I'm accountable to, uh, even talking about uh, dreams that I have that are disturbing, um, and and being able to unpack those many times with them, I don't, I don't believe our dreams are sin. You know, they're our subconscious necessarily, but but I do think that oftentimes when we have disturbing dreams, they can really be a reflection of our emotion and what we're wrestling with, whether we're feeling anxious. Uh, I think our dreams can reveal, you know, those kinds of things. And so I think it is important sometimes to talk about our dreams. Not, again, I'm not a big interpreter of dreams and, 
you know, I have a lot of friends and clients that believe God speaks to them in dreams. And, and I don't know that I've ever had a dream that I would say I felt confident God was speaking to me in. Usually my dreams are pretty disturbing um, because they reveal more of my negative emotions that I've been wrestling with in, during the day. Anyway, I just think accountability is not just talking about your behavior, but it's being able to talk about your feelings, your thoughts, and even your motivation your premeditation, so to speak, uh, and and your actions. Um, anyway, just want to challenge you to seek accountability, um, to seek it more than just with one other guy. I think it's important to have two or three. I have a handful of men, at least three in my life right now, that I share uh, when I'm struggling or when I'm not even struggling, just men that I share with. And I think that's another key, I guess, of accountability is it's not just going to a guy when I'm in a distressing place, but a guy that I have a relationship with that I'm in pretty consistent contact with, whether it's daily or a couple times a week, or, you know, I, I think just once a month doesn't really count as an accountability partner, but somebody that I'm regularly in contact with that knows me, that knows my patterns, and that can speak into my life, that can even... Uh, challenge me at times and uh, challenge me with um, um, things they notice in my life um, and things that whether it's inconsistencies or they notice my eating habits are you know I'm, I'm eating for comfort or they notice my drinking that I'm drinking excessively or I'm spending you know I'm, I'm doing um, things that are that are kind of abnormal for me, men that will speak into my life. And just to even ask me the question, hey, are you, are you doing this to, to deal with some distress in your life? Or, you know, again, they're not questioning every little decision I make, but men that know me well enough that can, can challenge me on those kind of things. Anyway, just a thought today about accountability. I'd, I'd like to talk about uh, some other aspects of um, leading and, and, um, and leading courageously in the next few episodes.